Hey, what's up, guys? This is Phoenix, and welcome back to another episode of Rise Again Podcast. On this week's episode, I got the homie Kenneth from Kenneth Black Fashion coming in. Uh, he's a designer, creator. I mean, this guy does it all. Um, I'm mainly just really excited to talk with him. I've been wanting to do this for a while and hear, you know, his story and where he's from and um, also just his decisions on, you know, a lot of stuff he does with his brand. Um, he mainly does a lot of cut and sew, and I've just always been fascinated by that because we're in a kind of world of streetwear with a lot of things are screen printed and those, you know, you see that a lot. So I, I was, I'm really curious to see, you know, his mindset of what made the decision to kind of go that route and everything. Um, and just overall talk about his life because I, I think it's really cool to see people, you know, do their thing and create their brands, um, you know, right here in the city. So I'm really excited. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to thank you guys for the awesome feedback and just amazing response from the 6-4 interview. And again, shout out to 6-4 and, um, you know, Fly Life for contributing and coming on the episode. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, and it just kind of shows you, man, like I, I'm I'm really excited for where this podcast is heading and also the where the city's heading. I mean, just the response of people, you know, going and gravitating towards these, you know, this artist from here or brands. It's just really cool to see. Um, it, I mean, on, honestly, I've just really, like I said, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Uh, kind of just to update everything that's going on. I mean, of course, you know, hopefully I hope all you guys are staying safe, um, you know, staying home, just kind of doing your thing. Like I said last week, man, just keep on working on, you know, new things, try new things while you're at home. Um, like I said, I've been reading, I've been, you know, obviously editing, trying to create new content. Um, one of the major new uh, things I've created is Rise Again Music, and that's on YouTube. It's a new show on YouTube. Um, I'm showcasing, you know, different things, you know, everything about music. I, I love music, of course, and I love talking about it and talking about albums and just everything. So um, this week was the first episode. If you guys haven't watched it yet, go check it out. Um, I talk about uh, 6-4 and Fly Life's new project, Contagion. I talk about Drake's 2C slide. I mean, it's just a fun conversation. It's fun talking about it. And something I've been really wanting to do for a while. So this honestly gave me a lot of time to kind of decide how I wanted to do it and kind of look into the next steps with this show. And I, I can't wait. I mean, of course, I'm going to bring vintage content, but I'm really you know in love with music and talking about music. So I can't wait to kind of talk about that. Uh, but you know, I'll stop talking here, man. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Like I said, this is Kenneth from Kenneth Black Fashion. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Rise Again Podcast. We've got a very special guest today. We've got the homie Kenneth here from Kenneth Black Fashion. Say what's up to the people, man. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Good, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, we've been wanting to have this happen for a while, man. I'm glad to get you to sit down, have this conversation. Um, you know, starting off, man, why don't you go ahead and tell the people about yourself? For sure, man. I just want to say thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, it's my first time doing something like this, hey. so <laughs> ease with me. Uh, name's Kenneth Woods. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. 26. Um, I'm the designer, owner of Kenneth Black, LOC. Um, went to Des Moines. I mean, went to UNI and Cedar Falls to get my textile apparel degree in fashion. So, uh, yeah, I'm a photographer, designer, creative di director. Stylist, yeah. Hey. And uh, was that something that you always kind of were into growing up? You know, you majored in you know textiles and you know all that. So was that something that you kind of always thought about growing up? Was I want to be in fashion? I want to do something with creating? Yeah, for sure. Um, to be honest, it really started with shoes. Uh, growing up, it was all about track and basketball for me, 
and uh, I guess Jordan's my first pair was the the fourteens last shots, mm. and I guess it started from there, just uh, caring about what was on my feet, and uh, I guess once I got older, I'll say middle school and uh, high school, that's when I really cared about what I was wearing. My mom used to always say, "You're not just representing yourself; you're representing all of us when you leave the house." So. I guess fashion really grew on me, matching and all that stuff, and just coordinating that kind of came natural. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think that's kind of the start for a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, is having having the fit right, you know, and it always starts, at least, you know, for a lot of people I know, it starts with the, the shoes, and then you're like, okay, my shoes, my, my feet are looking good, now we gotta, now we gotta work out, you Facts. know what I mean, and see what we can do. What are some of the, kind of, you know, off here, but like, what were some of the brands that you were, you know, rocking back then, like, kind of clothes-wise? FUBU was hot elementary for me. I ain't going to lie. The, o, <laughs> the O5 jerseys or the, the two-tone jerseys. Yep. Um, jerseys was really popular back then. If you had an AI jersey, a uh, T-Mac jersey, mm-hmm. and then even a Jordan or Michael, Jordan or Pimpin jersey with the pinstripe, mm-hmm. that was really popular. But uh, there was a time, like, it was just, it was it like, seemed like it was strictly jerseys and shoes. But for me, I was rocking a... I can't even, I ain't even going to hold you. It was either, for jeans, it was like some South Poles or Levi's. Got to. You know what I mean? South Pole had they run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Jabos, of course. I had some, uh, basically just jerseys and J's. Yep. You know what I mean? Just keeping it simple. Jersey with the hoodie, hoodie under it. And that's the, you know, that was the fashion, you know what I mean? Like between mm-hmm. FUBU and, you know, jerseys and um you know, people's jerseys collections were, you know, like people's sneakers collections, you know, Man, now. And then, you know, throwbacks was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, how'd you get, so, you know, you're going in from getting the fit down, you know, rocket sneakers, everything like that. How did the idea of you to, you know, start creating and um, kind of working on your own thing, how'd that kind of start? Um, I would say it's it just like, I always knew I wanted to have something uh, as far as like uh, a brand far with fashion mm-hmm. just didn't know where to start just like a lot of people but uh you ever just have a fit on and there's something that you wish you could have changed about it or mm-hmm. you would have did this or went that direction i just always found myself having those conversations with myself at a young age so then that got me into like designing doing a lot of drawing and stuff like that and uh just playing with different silhouettes i don't know just trying to be different yeah so I, me trying to put that into a real life form I guess that really fed into that hunger, wanted to be a, a designer and stuff like that. Yeah, and when was, uh, you know, and I understand that too, is like seeing something, it's like, okay, that was dope, but this is what mm-hmm. I want to do with it, or like, yeah. this is what I could do with it. Think back to like some of those early sketches, what were you sketching? Was it more kind of streetwear? Was it things that you were rocking yourself? A lot of times it was shoes. Uh, I said I was heavy sneakerhead, mm-hmm. but then when it came to like clothing, uh, a lot of times it was just freehand sketches. Yeah. Just uh, I would start with a top piece, like say if it's a coat or something like that. Just moving pocket placement, messing around with the shape. Uh, obviously it was a drawing, but just uh, visualizing what type of fabric I could have used to play with the texture of it and stuff like that. Just really trying to to play with it. You know what I mean? Because it's only just playing seeds for the future. Yeah. And then going to school at UNI. Um, First of all, that kind of you know changed from you know moving up there and everything. Was it was it a little bit kind of different going up to Cedar Falls and everything? It was big. It was it was a big change. Yeah. Cause first my my freshman year of college I went to, uh, Hines and 
Raymond, Mississippi. Mm. And uh, that felt like home, you know what I mean? And I'm not even from the South. Mm-hmm. So then after that year, I transferred to UNI. I had a couple of homies that went there. It was either UNI or Iowa State. Uh, UNI accepted me. And it's like a, what they call a suitcase campus. Mm-hmm. Everybody go homes on the weekends. So it was, it was totally opposite what I was used to. Um, nobody on campus talking to each other. And then just the, the whole, there's only, it was about 360 black people. There. Yeah. <laughs> and, and half of them were on the team, on the sports team. Yeah. So like just feeling, it was, I don't know, out of place, yeah. I guess, compared to Des Moines. It's more diverse here. Being the only black dude in the class, I don't know. It was, it was awkward, but you learn to adapt and just do kind of with do it, your I guess. Thing yeah, and do with it, stay out the way. Yeah. And that's something I have heard a lot about, you know, Cedar Falls. Because if you look at Iowa in general, Des Moines, maybe Iowa City, that's most kind of diverse, like, mm-hmm. areas and everything. But once you get up north, it's, it's different. Uh, yeah, it's different, for sure. Um, a lot of small-town kids. Dude. Yeah. And it's just... And I mean, you got Waterloo, it's diverse there, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get too much into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no. Shout out to Waterloo. Shout out to Waterloo. But, uh, no, I, I completely understand there. And uh, going into, a, you know, with your major and, you know, taking those classes... Um, what are some things that you kind of took from, you know, learning and going to school? Because not a lot of people, you know, especially with fashion or like, you know, looking into creative things, mm-hmm. not a lot of people go to school and like, you know, look to, you know, graduate or even, you know, go to, you know, take those classes for sure. or some things that you kind of learned along the way that kind of helped you. A lot, man. It was not only did we focus, I'll say like designing was our least thing, like the least, we didn't really focus on that. It was mm-hmm. really the science of fashion, like. The major the program's called textile and apparel so you really we test in fabrics like color testing fat fire testing all that stuff uh we had a i had a whole uh journal of swatches of different fabrics and stuff like that and just breaking it down actually learning where it comes like from the stuff material like, yeah, like the fibers it, yeah, and all that. yeah so we really got to learn a lot about that and that, i feel like that helped me a lot because when i go into designing and picking if i want to like say I, I got a piece I can go into like, hey, I want to focus on just the texture of it, and then a lot of people don't even know what that means. Like when you see something that somebody got on, and you want to feel it. Mm-hmm. You focus on the texture. So it's like we had different, different chapters on that, like just shapes, uh, all that stuff. So it was just, it was a good program, man. Uh, Dr. Lynch and uh, Dr. Strauss, they were the, the leaders of the program. They helped me a lot, taught me a lot, and there's just great connections overall. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it helped me to this day. Learn it, like I already knew how to sew from high school, but they taught me even more. It was more. like the next yeah, step, like next learning step. with the you know, yeah. especially sewing you know different fabrics. I'm sure like that can be mm-hmm. even the different you machines know. you got to use yeah. for it, like all that, man. Like we got the printing machine when you want to make your own uh, pattern and then put it on fabric. We got mm-hmm. all that. Like so, it was just it was dope. We had a whole class where you had to make a a garment from from not traditional fabric so mm-hmm. no fabric at all like it could have been made out of some sneaker boxes you yeah. know what i mean so just something different she really opened up your your mind to think outside the box and she inspired me a lot and that that has a lot to do with kenneth black too yeah but. and taking it into you know kenneth black and using um you know first of all your own name you know mm-hmm. like you know within it, what was kind of the decision to to use your name you know within your own brand there's a lot of a lot of answers to that but a couple of them, obviously, I'm a fan of the the greats before me. A lot of designers go with their own name, and mm-hmm. it's just inspiring for me to even have that confidence. And I look at it as a way to 
to put your stamp in time for this little short amount of time we're yeah. here. And uh, another reason is just uh, for what I stand for. Um, I really push being different, uh, being unique in personal style. So when it comes to that, I want that to be what a lot of people think of. Like I design clothes for the crowd, for that person that's in the function and nobody has this fit on. Yeah. Like, you know, he's fly. Like there's a crowd for that. And then another answer is just growing up, I went to Forest Park a lot and it's called, it's basically called Evelyn, Evelyn Davis Park yep. and, uh, and Forest Library. So what that was to me, like that, that was my childhood basically. Like that kept me out the streets. And what it was, it was like a resource for me. Like I even had tutors up at the Forest Library and like throughout my whole collegiate career, whatever, yeah. they even gave me a scholarship for college. Wow. So it's like, that really helped me. So I wanted to be able to, the overall goal for Kenneth Black, I want to say too much because I want to show you guys as I yeah. do it. Yeah. But uh, the overall goal is just to be that creative resource for the inner city community, like be a, a media hub, another outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of kids grow up wanting to do you know, fashion stuff or have their own shoe, whatever. And I want to just be that that middleman to connect them with manufacturing and all that stuff. Learn how to talk to them. Learn how to send your side char- size charts in and stuff like that. And just learn how to make pattern pieces, you know yeah. what I mean? So just like that, I don't want to say after school program, but just a, a safe place, a creative zone where those kids in that city and, the, and that area can go to. And with your own name too, you know exactly. what I mean? And it's... Uh, because not only are you your own personal brand, you have a brand, but at the end of the day, you know, like we were talking off, you know, record is having that legacy and everything. It's like mm-hmm. people are going to know it because it's, you know, within your own name. Exactly. That's, and uh, yeah. I definitely respect that too, man, is uh, giving back to, you know, not only, especially the youth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's something I've been uh, strongly felt about too, because a lot of times, you know, I grew up, you know, the same kind of, you know, it's the city, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's stuff that goes down and everything. And um, there's outlets for kids, but there's not a lot. Mm-hmm. And especially into the creating side of things um, and especially in a certain areas too and everything, you know, so yeah. to have those outlets and kind of be that, you know, sort of, sort of, you know, kind of guiding light into like maybe some ideas you could create the next kind of black fashion you know what i mean like sure, you know yeah. helping a kid you know and then that's dope i respect that um going into you know your logo even you know even that has a story um why don't you tell kind of the people about that and kind of the decision to kind of go with because it is an interesting logo man and you know it's sure. not so simple of like someone just putting their name and then you know things like that like i appreciate it yeah um with the logo again it was just i wanted to go into it and the main thing was just to be different uh I got a cloud, upside down cloud above the clouds. You know what I mean? Uh, another meaning to that is just to never peak. Like there's, there's no limit to this, what you can do. So it's just like, always just push your limits. I even have a, not this this winter, but like the upcoming winter later on in the year, I have a line called never peak. So I'm just gonna try to tie that in to even just bring it more to life so you can understand it. But it's all about just being different, being unique, like just always not being the norm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. That's basically what that's all about. Nothing too yeah. deep about it. Just no. wanted to, just kind of be. And but that's something that, again, like I completely understand is like not peaking because a lot of people kind of build towards you know no matter what it is you know creators, small businesses, mm-hmm. um, people even work the nine to five. Like it's like okay, I want to reach this point, and then some people are like content with reaching that point. Yeah. And then there's also people that are like, okay, I reached that point, but now I want to go to the next thing. There's no peak. There's exactly. no finish line, things like that. You know what I mean? So 
to kind of showcase that within something like that's something that's really dope, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, you hear you hear a lot of the people that already made it. Um, once they reach that goal, they just they keep wanting more. So it's like, like you said, I feel like it's really important to just keep keep striving, man. Like just keep bettering yourself. Don't settle because you don't know what you can what lane yeah. you can dip into might help somebody else. You know what I mean? So and that's the nice part too is you know with the the life that we have and you know like you did say it is short man you never know when your time's up you know what i mean so we uh there's people that you know die young every day so kind of make the most of it and like you know whatever you're doing kind of go out and you know make it to the best you know fulfill Mm -hmm. your fulfill your life and your legacy and everything um you know talking about like your brand the one thing that i i've noticed that you do that a lot of people do is looking into like the cut and sew and I know you have that background, you know, with going to UNI and looking at the fabrics and everything. Did that help make the decision to look into doing some of these cut and sew items? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I ain't, I'm going to keep it real. Like, sewing is fun and relaxing, but when you, you got a bigger vision and you don't got money to hire a whole team of sewers, yeah. you know what I mean? That's the goal. Like, and you know they can have access to fabrics you can't get to. They got the machines you don't have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that was always the goal for me because I have more fun designing you know what i mean mm-hmm. sketching and just playing around with uh patterns and stuff like that that's that's more fun to me and uh wardrobe style and i like that yeah but like it's always it's important to what i have too so but getting the manufacturing that was really the goal for me because the sky's the limit once you get there it's all up to you so that was definitely what i had planned from the beginning yeah and then getting to that point where, you know, you finally, you know, secure that manufacturer and then, you know, thinking of designs and being able to, is it something where you could like move, you know, a lot once you get that relationship built, um, you know, being able to move out designs and, you know, move mm-hmm. out these collections and everything. Um, Cause I mean, some of the stuff that you come up with, you know, I, it's stuff I've never seen, like even the, uh, got the actual name for it but like the you know like the the coat you know the like puffer the, hoodie. The, the puffer yeah, hoodie and yeah, everything sure. like that stuff you don't see every day um things like that is that something that you want you know you did mention you know being different is that when you're going to that designing mindset is that something like okay how can i be different from the norm is that something you think about for sure like i for me i really like i like when people like push themselves and you can like see it you know mm-hmm. what i mean because it's for me, honestly, it's, it's it's like healthy competition. Like, it pushes me. And in a way, like, when I went to that design, like, yes, I am thinking about how, how can I do something different? How can I, for me, shift what's going on right now? And that's just the mentality I'll be having, like, just ways you can just make things different and still be dope at the same time because it it's only going to make other people mm-hmm. work harder, you know what I mean, and challenge themselves. And that's what, for me, is that's, that's how we're going to get new designs and new silhouettes. It's by doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it's not fun to, to already put out something that's there. You yeah. know what I mean? Of course, you got the traditional silhouettes, like a hoodie and all that stuff. You can do that. But once in a while, try to put some, some new flavor on yeah. it. You know what I mean? You never know who might like it. or And it's something different, you know, and it's pushing, uh, like you said, to the next level. And then mm-hmm. it, it's like a circle of things. Like, okay, you push the next thing, then that next person, if you know, if they're yeah. about it, then they do the next thing. And then you're like, all right, you did that. All right, I'm a, I'm a go. Yes. Like, is the, is the, uh, the fashion game, you know, and design and everything. Like, I know there's probably like, you know, some com- camaraderie and like support and everything, but it's gotta be competitive with, you know, any other field too. 
yeah I, for me like i look at i, I view fashion like i view hip-hop mm. like it's competitive and for me it goes hand in hand because i'm in the streetwear field and lane and there's a lot of you know what i mean people in that pot yeah. so it's like uh what's your question again my bad i got no track. you're good just the competitive kind of yeah. field of like you know within the design or like you know creating yeah for me yeah like i said like so hip-hop is competitive to me so when i look at design and, and other brands and stuff it's a it's a friendly competition like i'm rooting for you like 100 percent, i'm mm-hmm. rooting for you but at the same time when i see you put out something new i'm like okay yeah that's hard like let me try to challenge myself to yep. you know what i mean so like i definitely look at it like that uh, sometimes I'm, I'm a quiet person i don't you know what i mean i keep to myself so sometimes it can come off i feel like to other people like um I don't support or I'm not really feeling it, mm. but it's not that. Like I'm, I'm just in my, I'm in, I'm locked yeah. in. You know what yeah. I mean? It's nothing personal. When I see you, I'm gonna show you love. But like I'm rooting for everybody in the city because mm-hmm. it's like we here, we making noise. Like keep it going for real because it's only going up from here. No, it really is, and that's uh, and that's I, I completely understand that too because if people don't see you, I feel like people are very visual. You know, people exactly. and they're like, oh, I don't see you, so that mean you, you know. Uh, you don't support me or things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not what it completely a hundred percent means. You know, like it could be, you know, I'm in working on a new design or I'm working, you know, it's tunnel vision. Dealing with life too. Yeah, like, that's who <laughs> I got life going on. Yeah. Man. On top of all that, you know, yeah. we're not just, you know, whatever our field is, you know, we, we got personal lives too. We got actual things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going, you know, speaking of life and like lessons learned, you know, what are some of the biggest kind of lessons you've learned so far? Uh, in this kind of journey you've been taking? For me, the biggest lesson will have to be uh, just not mixing personal emotions with the brand. Mm. Not really like, uh, not talking the business aspect that it was just like stopping myself. Like I would be, like I said, I'm dealing with life too. So when I have a hard time of uh, not letting those emotions come in and put me in a funk and not want to put stuff out and design stuff because I get like that because just dealing with emotions so I got to learn how to me personally deal with that and keep it pushing like put that pain that frustrations into the work you yeah. know what I mean to just keep it pushing you know what I mean because not every people don't know you're going through it they when's the next drop you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I just got to learn how to deal with it you know what I mean no that's that's true though because a lot of people, you know, whether supporters, customers, you know, everything like that, they do just wonder. And that's something that, you know, I've always wanted to talk about as well is like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that, you know, people that go on in people's you know personal lives, you know, whether it's the emotions, things that are actually happening, everything and people just want, you know, they're like, OK, when's this going to come out or when's this or this and that? And it's exactly. like, you know, there's actual stuff that goes down. Um but the the other thing is is you know from a personal standpoint the thing that helps me the most is putting it into a positive light and putting it into like work and it mm-hmm. is a hard thing to do it yeah. is because you want to and you want to kind of just like sink in like a couch and just you know mm-hmm. watch the game you know not even think about anything not do anything or go to bed you know what i mean and to kind of get up and like start things up again or put it into you know when you're feeling down or you're feeling you know whatever like you know put it into the work is is something that 
is a is a good lesson to kind of learn from, you know. No, for sure, I agree. It's it's a process, man. Oh, yeah. It's a learning process. Oh, for real. But uh, making progress, like I say that. Yeah, that's good though. You know, and that's the end of end of the day. You know, we're we're human too. You know, not everything's perfect, and mm-hmm. so learning from those, you know, you know, lessons or things like that, and seeing the progression and seeing your progress is what's the biggest. You know, mm-hmm. um, what have you seen? You know, kind of. Uh, as a brand wise kind of progressed so far that you know you can see okay from day one this is what i did to you know day now you know what have you seen kind of grow um i obviously say the the traffic um is reaching more people uh like i get surprised when i get people from from out of i always get surprised when i get people from out of state mm. uh that that shop with us or even uh out of the midwest yeah Cause it's like okay, they watching, yeah. and then um, another thing is just the quality. You know what I mean? Once I got manufacturing, it was just like, all right, we really doing this mm-hmm. now. So it's like, let's let's be really strategic. Let's let's plan things out. Let's get in my bag. So yeah. it's like I don't know, but uh, just the growth overall, as far as like uh, putting out stuff like the level was on and stuff like that trying to just keep break pushing the boundaries you know what i mean so i think far as the biggest thing will have to probably be quality and design but yeah. still trying to just get that reach yeah and then the biggest thing i need to work on i know you didn't ask that but just keep building that team yeah that's what it is and yeah that's the hard part too is um having you know because are you just is you know, I know you probably have a team around you, you know, from here to there and everything, but is it just you kind of working on a lot of the majority of things, you know? Yeah. So once you get that kind of team around you, it is nice to have but at the same time kind of having the solo things too is always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my lady helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my lady. Shout out to my sister. Uh, they help as much as they can. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, just keep growing and need be around more, more like-minded people mm-hmm. that are just trying to, like I said, it's not focused on me because if I, if you're around me, I'm I'm helping you whatever you got going mm-hmm. on too. So it's like just having that right team, that support system, and that's what's just motivating it. each yeah. other because that that makes you want to. And once you get that. around that right group of people that are like, you know, you gotta. The other thing that's you know big too is like once you get around those people, you can't have just yes people. You gotta have people that are gonna either push you, or also tell you no. Yeah. At the same time, because if you got yes people around you, then you're gonna stay here. For sure. You know, but if you got people that are telling you no, pushing you, then you're gonna go, you know, up. Mm-hmm. And like, tell me my, tell me my junk's wet. Yeah, like I, like, I need that. I'm not gonna get hurt, bro. Like, yeah, and I feel like a lot of people <laughs> are like very worried to be like, you know, yeah. walking on eggshells. I'm like, no, tell me, like that shit's whack for because real? I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad. Like I'm gonna be like, okay, thank you for your input. Let's let's get it. You know, let's keep it moving. I'm gonna want you around more. I'm gonna know you solid. Yeah, like, nah, man, because <laughs> I'm not gonna be <laughs> looking stupid out here. Right? It's like, yo, I appreciate that. Um, I want to get back to, you know, our, like our city in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I feel like is, you know, I've seen you a lot, you know, uh, you know, events and stuff like that. You did our event. Um, do you feel like it's important to have that kind of voice within your own community? I know you mentioned, you know, kind of the youth aspect, um, and everything, but kind of talking from the business side of things, do you feel like it's important to get that kind of community around you? Oh yeah, for sure. Like if you got your city, you got... <laughs> You got backup, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
um, and just uh, even if like even if like when I first started doing these uh, pop ups and uh, venues that are put together mm-hmm. for us, it's just like sometimes you may not sell a lot. Sometimes you may sell a lot, but it's it's just you got to network, make connections, and then it, it if you get frustrated, let that feed into your hunger to want to do better, because it's like overall it's a learning experience like you're gonna you're gonna get something out of it mm-hmm. so like i think it's really important to be in the those those events because you getting a you getting a in-person experience with the consumer that is into your stuff yeah. and you you've seen what they want you seeing how the i guess what the community is like you got to know how your crowd is in your city mm-hmm. you can't be trying to push something to somebody you don't know who you pushing yeah. it to so you it's see like, the crowd you see what they're doing mm-hmm. what they're wearing especially yeah for fashion yeah. as well it's like okay what are they rocking at the moment what are they right you know? and me like another big part of my designer process i get inspired off of the people like mm-hmm. i like to watch people body language and all that how you piece something together how you coordinate it and like that really helps me a lot so when i when i do go into these pieces like it's just it's a it's a big it's a big help because mm-hmm. it's like you want them to see you. It gives the customers another chance to see your product in person. A lot of stuff looks different online. You mm-hmm. may not even see the right color or something. The right it may not look like what it looks yeah, like. You yeah. know what I mean? You may not see the texture of it or what type of fabric it is. And then um, it just it puts pieces everything together. Really, like it helps a lot. Like so, those are really big for me. I'd rather do a lot of in person stuff than only focus online. Yeah, for you know, sure. That's just, and having that balance too is mm-hmm. um you know big as well but the the major thing that i wanted to ask you is kind of like how much does like our city kind of mean to you do you feel like the city has helped you a lot whether it's the people um you know things like that how, how much has you know des moines as a city kind of helps you know uh push the brand i'll say it helped me um i think it's still improving i think uh my friend group really helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a big friend group, and they know a lot of people. So just, I feel like so they're out a lot. I'm not really out in the scene. So just them being seen with my stuff on really like the helps. Word of mouth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, this is really it. Mm-hmm. Okay, he really did this. This isn't just some quick come up. He's mm-hmm. he's serious. So that really helps me. But uh, far as uh the crowd that we're in, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to be. I need to dive into that a little bit more, uh, make some more connections, talk to a little bit more people. Because, yeah, you could say the streetwear community is big, but there's mm-hmm. it's it's also small. Yeah. And there's also a group of people that I haven't talked to or yeah. even got to introduce myself to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the support is there. Like, there's always, uh, when I go to these events, there's always some people that I've never even yeah. seen be like, hey, my, my best friend says and says, likes your stuff or where's your stuff so i really love that stuff because now it's like okay i'm building connections with potential customers or potential just supporters in general so it's like that yeah and that's you know that's the nice part too is you know seeing the face to face or like you said having people that are like oh yeah so and so messes with you and Mm -hmm. everything and kind of looking at you know des moines in general do you feel like it's grown a lot uh with accepting more local brands and not rocking as much nationally you know i mean people still rock yeah. the stuff but i do see a lot more people out here rocking like local brands and mm-hmm. which is like really nice to see i yeah i definitely think that improved i think people are starting to take us seriously yeah like i think they they looking at it like i feel like once you make it past that year mark 
and you still doing it, mm. people are like, okay, I think they serious. Like, you really got to you gotta prove it to yourself before you prove it to us. Like, I got to see that you serious. And there's a lot of brands here that are being consistent mm -hmm. and showing that they're serious and showing what they stand for. So I really think it's definitely growing. Like, yeah. No, it really yeah. is. Like, there's a... Not even like the number of brands, but then, like you said, the number of consistent brands working, mm -hmm. putting stuff together, whether it's pop ups or like whether it's you yeah. know just releases or things like that, and then even on our on our uh, you know local artists, even you know as well, mm -hmm. you know putting consistent track. It's all, a lot of it's consistency too. Consistent. You know, like putting out that work and having the city kind of see it because, like you said, you know if you don't blow up in your city, then you can't blow up in other places. You know, like. I mean, it's not impossible, but it, it definitely helps. But having that kind of yeah, surround, that foundation, yeah, the foundation sure. of you know building something somewhere because um, they want to see what you represent. Yeah. Like you can't be saying you put your city on the map, but your city is not with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, is there anything that you'd like to see, kind of, you know, maybe happen in the community or, you know, kind of change possibly? Um, I would say more unity. Uh especially in my field, like amongst the other designers, just more unity. Uh, don't be scared to reach out, ask for advice, vice versa, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we we gotta stick together. It's still early on in this, mm -hmm. this, this run, you know what I mean? Nobody is like, oh snap, stay on. Like they, yeah. they in New York fashion week, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, drop the egos and just help each other, really. Like, cause I'm sure I know something that they don't know. They know something I don't know. Mm -hmm. We can help keep building with each other. Uh, don't be afraid to tell people about a trade show you might hear about yeah. or a venue that they need brands to have a, a table set up. You know what I mean? So just just being there for each other, really, and just uh, support. You know what I mean? It don't cost the support. And that's, you know, that's such a, a big thing, too. And especially with the... Uh, kind of the unity part because you do see a lot um whether it's artists or just you know maybe design in, in general you mm -hmm. know is we're in such groups and we're like in in our little like kind of you know field and then there's another group that's in their thing and another group's in their thing but mm -hmm. if not not even all the time but if we came together for a little bit even if it was a day an event things like that like i feel like a lot could get done and speed the process up a lot yeah because then you bring in your crowd, I'm bringing my crowd, your fans, your supporters, yeah. all that. Now it's just this big, big squad. Now Des Moines is looking bigger yeah. than ever. The community's looking bigger. Like, people are going to be, the, the tension's going to be coming to us. You know what I mean? They're gonna, it's going to bring more traffic into these events, all that. People going to want to see what we got to offer. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, I don't think it's impossible because we got the talent here. Like, we really do got the talent here, yeah. man. Like, music fashion all that photographers all that like we have that here we just gotta stamp it and that's the thing and like and i feel like that's a major thing too is not we not even just the one per we just need somebody whether it's with whatever field to take mm -hmm. that next step and then i feel like it's gonna be just like a kind of like a, a downhill, you know, snowball, just rolling and rolling, yeah. you know, and everything. Like, people are going to jump on, and then the next person's going to blow up, and the next person's going to blow up. Like, yeah. you see it in, like, some of these, not, like, I, I like the uh, the example of, like, I always think back to it for some reason, but, like, 
the south in hip-hop you know what i mean like it wasn't always a big thing that people recognize mm-hmm. but then you started to see it slowly build with a lot of these like you know groups and artists and everything because it was such a like yeah, east coast thing you know west coast thing and then you start to see it build in the south and like you know i remember there was like an interview from like andre 3000 and it was like he wasn't I can't remember after some award, maybe it was like the Source Awards or something like that. But like, I know what you're talking yeah, about. he wasn't accepted or some, uh, yeah. you know, something like that. Like as like they're like, no, like who is mm-hmm. this? Like you know what I mean? He spoke for the South. Yeah, and it's like we need people to speak for Des Moines. For sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's a major thing is we uh, if we unite and come together. Like I think I think that's big, man. I think it can happen. Yeah, the, our voice will really be heard because it's the wave is here, man. Not the great. wave is definitely here. It is. What would you uh kind of looking into, you know, your brand? What are some things that you'd like to kind of maybe accomplish this year? For me, I mean, for the brand, um, brand and personally. I'll start with the brand. I really want to uh, get things more in a foundation as far as the bigger picture. That's what I spoke about earlier uh, for the community. And then just uh, for other brands coming up. Cause uh, Kenneth Black, Kenneth Black LLC is like the I don't want to say the label, but mm-hmm. like the the overall company name. Mm-hmm. So for other brands, I want to introduce. It's, it's another uh, what should I call it? Uh, department under the mm-hmm. Kenneth Black. I want to build a be that manufacturer for other brands. Yeah. So like, if there's a brand that want to take it to the next level, or even you're up and coming, you just want some T-shirts with your logo on it, but really good quality T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be that manufacturing for them and to get the get that process going for them yeah. because a lot of people when they start they don't know where to start you know what I mean and it's not easy you know what I mean someone can tell you like oh go to custom ink or you yeah. just like all right G but what if you trying to do some printing or mm-hmm. really get creative with it you just want to get outside of that mm-hmm. box that they let you design on that's what I want to be there for like just really any type of designs like. You want to be the go-to kind mm-hmm. of person for, yeah. like, the person who's coming up, the person who has it really... I don't want to look at it like that. I don't want to... Because then it might feel like I'm a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. But I want to look at it like I'm helping you. Like, yeah. here's a here's a, here's a resource for you. Like, let me put yeah. you on. Like, show you how to talk to the manufacturing people and stuff like that. Let's let's get your line going. Mm-hmm. Or if even if it's just for, like... Uh, a wedding or a family reunion, yeah. your shirts done like that, or even like basketball teams. I'll make jerseys for them, football teams, etc. Mm-hmm. Like I want to reach out to these people, yeah. yeah. So it's like, and it could be you can ha- you don't have to be with Nike or nothing. You can mm-hmm. have your school logo on it, and it just be y'all. Oh, y'all can be our own sponsorship. So it's like, yeah, just trying to think bigger. Yeah. So that's the goal for for the brand, and then personal goal is to just keep leveling up, stay more consistent with releasing stuff uh i want to reach out to more people be more active in the community uh just figuring out ways i can help others and again just pushing down more doors breaking down more doors a goal a big goal of mine is to eventually be in complex con mm. like i'm trying to be there i'm mm. trying to be in these bigger trade shows and stuff like that so yeah i'm just trying to increase the reach just keep it moving man, and keep mm-hmm. it uh, kind of the and I understand that too you know reaching out and like kind of getting like you know we've talked about outside of the box and trying new you know trying new things at the yeah. end of the day too that's something that's big mm-hmm. um 
if you could kind of leave, you know, the listeners with like, you know, one last, you know, a couple words, you know, piece of advice, anything like that, what would it be? Honestly, just believe in yourself. I know that sounds corny, but believe in yourself, dog. Like, nobody else going to do it. So you really got to be the first person. And then, like, confidence is key to any fit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Someone can think you guys on some trash, but if you think you're the flyest one in the room, be the flyest one in the room. Like I said, that's who I designed for. I designed for the people that... You in the function and nobody has your fit on. Yeah. Because you trying to be different. You want to be different. So just believe in yourself and have confidence. That's what I'm going to leave y'all with. Hey, well, appreciate you for coming on, man. Uh, where can they follow you? Where can they shop at? Uh, the website is being remodeled right now, but it's KennethBlackFashion.com. And then uh, on IG, follow us at KennethBlackFashion. And then on Twitter, I apologize. On IG, KennethBlackFashion. On Twitter, KBFashion underscore. Yeah. Appreciate you for coming on, man. Appreciate it for having me, man. All right, you guys. I want to thank Kenneth for coming on the show. Definitely appreciate it. A couple big takeaways, man, that I had from this episode was one, first of all, giving back to your community and, you know, spreading the wealth for the future. That's something I think is really important. You know, we were talking about giving back to the kids and how he wants to create the outlets and platforms for kids who are into, you know, different things like fashion, um, you know, those kind of things. You know, with us growing up, there wasn't really things like that out there and now it's cool to see you know a lot of those things start and i i can't wait to see what he does and and even giving back in general to the community you know with people our age and you know beyond is you know what he's trying to do and creating the outlets for connecting people with you know getting that cut and sew or screen printing anything i i think it's really cool that he really wants to do that for people because a lot of people man like you think about it you you become successful or you get to that point where you're eating or doing something that's you know big and there's some people that don't want to share that wealth or spread the wealth and um i just from talking with him and i know he's not one of those people so definitely shout out to him and one other thing is you know he was mentioning self-care and that that's such a an important thing and you know we're in this time right now where honestly it's it's the best time to kind of do that and take your time to do that um, obviously we're all at home, you know, doing our thing, but take some time, man, to do whatever makes you happy. Um, whether it's, you know, reading or listening to records or, you know, even watching TV or going to, you know, practice your craft. Like, I, you know, we've been preaching these past couple of weeks. It's important to have self-care and make yourself happy because if you're not happy, you can't make anybody else happy. And uh, it's just important to, to have that self-care and find time for yourself. And finally, man, I I do just really want to say, man, I can't wait to see what he comes out with. Um, I think he is one of the bright minds here in the city um, as an artist, as a creator, um, as an entrepreneur. So I, I just really can't wait to see what he comes out with. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, like he said, go check him out um, on Instagram. We'll leave you know everything in the uh, description, but go to check him out. It's Ken Black Fashion. He's got some really great designs, and I'm just really thankful to know him. And uh, definitely shout out to him, and I can't wait to see what he comes up with next. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at RAVPhoenix. That's my personal page. You can follow anything Rising Again Media related on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rise Again Create. Don't forget you can listen to the podcast on the Anchor and Spotify app. Um, there's more platforms coming soon, so definitely stay tuned. Again, I want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.